0: Today we have a story of a crazy entitled parent that won't let their kid be even well into adulthood. We'll get into that in a bit but first, Entitled Stepmom is getting her family to harass me because I won't compromise my faith. So some background context is required to fully understand my situation. I, 23 year old male, am the younger of my brother, 26 year old male. My mom was old school Catholic and my dad was an atheist. Me and my brother were raised Catholic, my dad never minded. When I was about 11, my parents got a divorce and my dad got custody. My mom changed after the divorce. Me and my brother were no contact with her. A little while after, me and my brother started being outspoken atheists to stick it to mom. In all reality, my brother was just coming into his own and the church just didn't have a place in his life and I was the kid brother who followed his big bro. My dad almost instantly remarried to a woman I affectionately called The Witch as a kid because I didn't know how my dad loved her without her putting a spell on him. She was rude, elitist, gold digging, a total Karen. My dad changed too because of her. He still loved us and he tried his best with us. I will defend to the last that he was a good father. His only flaw is his taste in women, but he never really was the same and always curtailed to his wife. As a kid, I was plagued by night terrors. I barely slept most of middle school. Of course, my stepmother's suggestion was medication and therapy. Nothing against it, but it wasn't what I needed. I know now I have trauma relating to my mother's abuse and her encouraging my brother to end things. One day, I was searching through some old boxes and found my communion cross gifted to me. Because of the nostalgia of a time I had an actual family, I hung it on my wall. Slept like a baby the first time in years. That was sophomore year of high school. I realized that I just felt safe around Catholic symbols. It's not like anything else in that time of my life was comforting me. So I started escaping my home in the local church. The congregation accepted me and I even started apprenticing with a blacksmith who went to the church. Around the start of junior year, I was a born-again Catholic. Wore a cross I forged myself every day. On the face, my father and stepmother were supportive, and if Karen wasn't around, my dad genuinely supported me, drove me to church and such, but my stepmother would ask that I not wear a cross out when there's guests over. Also, one of her favorite things to do is give house tours to lord over them how much her husband makes and how nice her house was. After I decorated my room with various religious items, she stopped showing off my room, which i didn't mind she also screamed at me if i ever dared to leave my bible anywhere outside my room she also made snide comments constantly this is already too long of context so i'll paraphrase at 18 i enlisted and served five years in the marines i got back home i'm crashing in my old room until me and my brother can rent an apartment together and i start college my stepmom introduced me to a daughter of her friends She was pretty and nice when I met her, and I could tell the two mothers were trying to get us together, so I decided to go with it. We went on two dates, and while we didn't really connect, but I was having a fun time playing civilian, so I decided to keep going. The friction started in the planning of the third date over text. The only day she had available was Sunday. I told her I was volunteering Sunday afternoon. She asked what about the morning, have a breakfast date. I said I had church. She said, I didn't know you were religious. I just replied, yeah, I am, and I offered she could come along to volunteer with me. I'm helping the church with a small fair. Local artists selling work to raise money for the church. She was an artist, so I thought she would like it. She just declined and stopped texting me. That was two days ago. Yesterday, I came back from a run to my stepmom and the girl's mom having brunch. I grabbed some water and had a cordial conversation. The topic of the third date came up and asked why I couldn't go. Confused, I said I would go, I just had planned Sunday and we needed to find a new date and explained what I was doing. My mom said in a half annoyed voice, oh you're still on that. I learned from an early age that I can't even engage with her so I just said yeah I am and walked away to beat my frustrations out on a knife I was working on. Well apparently the mere mention I was still in my religious phase gave the girl the ick. Well last night she knocked on my door and asked to talk but she barged in before I could say no. Then she started talking at me about how a girl like that comes once in a life and I shouldn't be vindictive just because she doesn't share my delusions. That confused the heck out of me because I was the one who was ghosted and I never did anything to be vindictive. So I asked what she meant and she went on another one of her my voice is calm, so I'm right, rants about how I should have cancelled my plans to take her out that Sunday, and just because my church says men can treat women however they want doesn't mean I can. At that point, I just left the room. She's impossible to fight with, and if she gets angry then all heck breaks loose. I learned that on Christmas Eve when I was kicked out and left in the cold when I was 14. After that, haven't heard the end of it from stepmom. I just lost a good girl over a myth, or women don't like stuck up men, and as per usual my dad is staying out of it. As for the girl I was set up with, I don't really care, I mean it's her choice and honestly I'm trying to ask out a childhood friend anyway, I think I was just being nice taking her out. I also don't care my family is atheist, they have every right to believe what they want, heck I served 5 years to protect that right, and I personally believe the worst sin one can commit is to deny someone their convictions. But it's getting hard not to say something back. The rest of my family is either backing her or not getting into it. My step aunts are sending me atheist articles and other gotcha pieces about how Sky Daddy doesn't exist. I'm literally the only member of my family I have a relationship with that's not outspokenly atheist i'm already a black sheep for enlisting instead of going to an ivy league college and not selling my soul to politics or business i've asked them to stop but my wishes aren't being respected because the need to unbrainwash me it's getting annoying i don't want to go low to no contact because i love my dad and they're apparently a package deal my brother being the only rational person is backing me he thinks the whole thing's stupid and is putting in more time looking for apartments for us so we can just leave the house I'm not hopeful they'll come around and accept me, but I'm not compromising my faith because my stepfamily wants to be snooty. Update, thank you all for the advice. Just to respond to the general answers I'm getting, I'm not going to be petty and try to show her up. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Act holier than thou to pee her off or generally cause a problem. I'm going to turn the other cheek and live my life. For those saying I have blinders for my dad... That's probably true, but I'm not going to abandon the man that raised me. Taught me everything it means to be a man, just because of his wife. My religion has nothing to do with my mother. I chose Catholicism out of my own free will, not because my abusive mother controlled me. A lot of you guys have bad experiences with the faith, I get that. I don't want to discount it, but it's what held me together during my worst moments. And it's been warped by people to their own ends, and that greedy, vindictive side is what most people see. I definitely agree with what OP's putting out there. Everybody has the right to believe whatever they want, and they have the right to believe that while not getting utterly shunned, shamed, told to their face that they're never going to get a partner because they believe in a certain faith. It would suck to go little to no contact with these people, but honestly if they can't respect you just as a person, a citizen living in the place you fought for, you almost kind of have to. Our next story is, Entitled Mother pushes in front of my little girl to get to the disabled slash changing loo. In the UK, we have a radar scheme where disabled people have a key to access the disabled toilets. The problem with disabled toilets are that they become shared spaces so in most cases they lump changing tables and cleaning equipment in there as well my little girl tends to go out in front and open the door for me when i need the loo so my little girl runs on ahead and opens the door for me karen blinks her steps around me and straight into the disabled loo with her child i'm left standing there fuming thinking what the freak did she just do karen steps out after what seemed like an eternity and said i needed to change my child first i didn't want to wait ages I didn't say anything. I wish I had said something there and then, but couldn't think of anything. She left and went back to her table, I presume. I don't know if I would freeze up too. I think it's possible that I would in this situation. But there's nothing more frustrating than an experience like this where later at night you're laying in bed staring at the ceiling and you can't help but just Doctor Strange imagine the million scenarios where you totally showed her up had the right words to say. God forbid made a scene in front of everybody and tried to shame them publicly. Our next story is toxic mom is threatening to evict me because I refuse to give in anymore. Background. So I have a pretty entitled manipulative and toxic mom. I nearly died at birth, but thanks to the doctors that helped me, I ended up living. At first in my life, I had major behavior issues due to mental and physical disabilities, which included pitching fits and biting people. This was mainly an elementary school and I slowly grew out of it, only having slight lapses in high school, unfortunately. I was picked on a lot and ended up growing to be extremely awkward. What made it worse was the family dynamic where, most of the time, I was with mom and my stepdad. When he died is the earliest I remember her changing into this mean, spiteful person. She verbally abused me, including yelling and cussing me out. She would manipulate me whenever I tried to stand up for myself. This is important and was all out awful towards me to the point where I became depressed and at times thought of ending things and hurting without knowing why I felt this way. I was confused and scared at times and ended up growing to have high anxiety. I never had a job because of it, but did whatever I could to make up for my joblessness. I'm 22 now. I've attempted to get a job a lot throughout the years, but have been unable to find one that best fits my disabilities and that I can do, though the constant anxiety has made it much more difficult. Just to give a slight list of what I've done for her, I do my regular chores, such as taking care of the cat, doing dishes, taking trash out, etc. I would do minimal things as well such as cooking or making almost every meal helping her with whatever she asks giving her drinks making her lunches occasionally i would literally do everything she asked of me the best i could i did mess up a lot and she would let me know immediately when i did which often led to her talking bad to me in some way i ignored it for the most part and took the punishment of being yelled at because i knew it was my fault always my fault I slowly came to realize through extensive research who she was, finding out about toxic relationships and manipulation through various means, including Reddit. I still battled at whether I was wrong or not because I was prone to forgetfulness and misunderstanding things easily. Then it happened. I started going to family members about it on my dad's side, and one by one, they started telling me their experiences with her. I was so happy I wasn't alone anymore so happy that i had people to go to about this without being afraid what made it better to a degree is that due to some struggles my brother and his girlfriend had to ask mom if they could move in they got to see that i was right as not even a month in she showed her true colors i ended up learning a lot from them which was never easy to listen to about her she lied to them often made rude comments and would talk in a self-righteous tone I started paying attention more when I did something for her to discover how entitled she was. I started attempting to stand up for myself, calling her out for things she did against me. I mainly only talked to her about her tone and how she doesn't use basic manners like saying please or thank you. I left the insults alone, seeing that if I couldn't even get her to talk to me with a shred of dignity, without a constant spiteful and entitled tone, then why would I try to fight against insults? All this arguing made me exhausted, but when she threatened to backhand me in a car and left me roughly half a mile away, in 80 to 90 degree weather without so much as a drop of water or my cane, I ended up eventually giving up on our relationship. Because before then, even after everything I've heard, I was still desperate to save our relationship. I was hurt, betrayed, and needed to get away for a few days. And so I ended up contacting my friend and stayed with her for a weekend. Everything changed then. I didn't know what she did was illegal, but apparently I was considered a vulnerable adult due to my disabilities. If I didn't have money or my friend who knows if I was going to have a heat stroke or pass out or a flare up bad enough I couldn't walk, etc. Two weeks ago, I also had an ear infection, which we went to the ER for. I was in horrible stabbing pain with an ear so swollen that it was completely shut. I couldn't hear out of that ear, which was a weird experience. Every day during the ear infection, she would push me to do things, especially make breakfast at 6am. I made it clear to her that I wouldn't while I had this ear infection, but I did make her coffee each morning as that didn't involve a lot of standing. She kept saying she would do the dishes, which in turn piled up during the week due to my inability to stand for long periods of time. Had vertigo, basically. Instead she would come up with excuses such as using her arthritis. I have arthritis too, and saying that she didn't know when my brother and his girl would be home, because they shower when they get home, despite her having the ability to just ask them. I ended up spending three and a half hours with one short break, doing the dishes after I was healed enough to. It was torment that could have easily have been avoided if she didn't lie. And yeah, I made it clear I was upset at the way she treated me during this ear infection, but she didn't care. The most recent event will be posted in the comments, because it's too long for this post, and I'm not sure if two-parters are an option. With all of the people that were willing to recount their stories and make you feel a little bit better about the fact that you're not crazy here, knowing that she treats other people the same way, I would begin looking out and putting feelers out to see if anybody is willing to help in taking you in, helping you live away from her. Depending on where OP lives, they probably most likely qualify for disabilities. There's probably something they can do at least part-time to get some kind of income. Honestly, I think they should document all of the stuff that's going on with them, and at some point, straight up report it and try to find a situation where they can live away from her. Our next story is, Entitled Dad gets upset at me for not letting him break the law. I sell archery gear, and bow hunting is highly regulated here. Only pest species are allowed to be hunted. Nothing native. This guy calls up and the following conversation occurs. Hi, I just moved here and I want to buy a bow to hunt snakes. I say, okay, I should probably tell you that... That it's illegal, I know, but I still want to do it. He knows it's illegal, but still asked? Red flag alert. I said, um, I can't sell you equipment if I know you're going to use it to break the law. He says, fine, whatever. I'm not going to hunt snakes with it. I say, but you are. You already said you are. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made ByHeart a better formula for formula. Learn more at ByHeart.com. At this point, the customer knows he already freaked up by telling me his intentions. Well, how can I move forward with this? I say, my recommendation is to contact your local pest control services for snake removal if you're having a snake problem. They say, no, I mean, how can I move forward with buying a bow from you? I say, I'm not selling you anything that I know will be used to break the law. They reply, I know they're a protected species, but I have to protect my kids. I have the right to protect them from dangerous wildlife. I tell him, they're a protected species for a reason. You don't have the right to kill them just because they're dangerous, and I cannot condone the behavior you're advocating for. There are legal ways to deal with this problem. He replies, oh, mister high and mighty over here, you sell equipment knowing that it'll be used to kill innocent bambies, but a dangerous snake is crossing the line. You're a freaking hypocrite. I reply, hunting deer is legal because they're a pest species that destroys native flora and fauna, and they need to be culled as they have no natural predators here. Snakes live here natively and are an important part of the ecosystem. In this circumstance, you're the deer a dangerous pest species that is a threat to the native wildlife. He replies, my kids come first and freak you and freak the government for protecting snakes. None of you can tell me what to do and no law is going to stop me from... Goodbye. At that point, I hung up. I understand the desire to protect your kids, but his entitled attitude and complete disregard for the law is unsettling. I'm not condoning the behavior of going around the law, Clearly, they didn't understand the basics of don't say anything that implies you're going to do something incriminating to a person that's trying to sell you said tool. It's kind of the same thing as if in any way you let slip that you're buying alcohol for the intention of giving it to a minor. All of a sudden, the clerk is now completely unallowed to sell you anything and you have to beat it. Honestly, in some places, if you walk in with a minor, you can't even buy alcohol. Our next story is, my parents' small business is being review bombed because I stood up to a child abuser. Hi, my parents have owned a small Chinese restaurant for the past 25 years. Recently I spent a day working there as a waiter and a big party of 11 people came in with their children. Their children were pretty rowdy and running around on top of our benches. I politely asked the parents to calm their children down as they were causing a disturbance and could hurt themselves. The parents made a half-hearted attempt to calm them down, but the children returned running around on the benches. Unfortunately, one of their kids fell and hit his head. The child was stunned, holding his head and looked like he was in massive pain. Others came to his care as well as his mother, but the father told his child to get over it and to suck it up when the child started crying, all while he attempted to rush out the door. He didn't even try to look after his kid when he got hurt. I watched all of this silently until the father was pushing his kid to get out of the restaurant. At that point I had enough and told the father that he could try being more empathetic to his child. He told me to mind my own business and I continued to repeat how his child had just hurt himself and that he needed attention rather than neglect. The father just kept repeating, mind your own business, as his friends and family were holding him back from approaching me. I was behind the front counter the whole time. I spoke sternly and never swore. I tried to be as professional as I could while trying to make my point. Now they're review bombing my parents restaurant and I can't help but think it was all my fault. I've tried responding as the business with context but they keep deleting their review whenever I respond and they keep writing new ones saying that I deleted their reviews. Is there anything I can do to prevent review bombing? I don't want my parents to suffer because of my actions. Thank you for any responses. Here's the context I replied with for their reviews context this customer's child fell and hit his head he was stunned and was holding his head he looked like he was in a lot of pain the father's response was to tell his child to get over it suck it up and to rush out the door because he wanted to get home all while the child was not responding to him and others were coming to his care instead of his own parent the mother did rush over Our waiter asked the father to be more empathetic to his child who had just hurt themselves in a confrontational but in no way physical or aggressive manner. Yes, our waiter did become confrontational, but he was in no way physical or aggressive to the customer. Our waiter stood behind the counter at all times and did not swear. He spoke sternly to the man, asking him to be more empathetic to his child. The man had to be held back by his friends and family from approaching our waiter. The customers were also previously warned by our waiter to not let their kids run around on top of our benches as it could be dangerous. The parents made an attempt to tell them to stop, but sometime later, the children were back to playing on the benches and unfortunately hurt themselves. Now I don't know where this review bombing is taking place, maybe it's taking place across multiple platforms, but I feel like there must be some kind of tool in place that you can use to report these fake reviews. If anything though i would say change confrontational to something a little less serious sounding like implied or directed at because i think the last thing you want people to read who have no context is yes our waiter was confrontational this next story is mother refuses to let me be after 23 years of emotional abuse growing up i was forced to endure my mother's fits of rage daily i have numerous stories involving her blowing up at me for nothing She would go days or weeks without speaking to me as a child if i were to defend myself in any way i once made a careless mistake and locked her car keys in the car and she slammed the wrought iron screen door in my face so hard that it was wedged in the door frame for weeks nobody could budget I once had her pick me up from school, and upon passing a friend shouted my goodbyes to her, not knowing that my mother had a headache. She screamed at me and berated me the entire way home for how disrespectful I am, for my grades, for how fat and lazy I was, 150 pounds at the time, 17 years old, and told me I should go live with my father if I can't do anything right. These are some of the more palatable stories I have, just to provide some context. My mother is an eccentric and not in a good way. In the last decade, she's taken on any spiritual ideals she can to excuse her manipulative, self-centered behavior. She'll spend thousands of dollars, anyone's money but hers, in order to attend ayahuasca ceremonies, is prone to growing her own hallucinogenic mushrooms, and of course cannot hold a conversation without bringing up astrology. Admittedly, she had become fractionally more tolerable to be around, but I say that having not lived in her house for several years now. In public, I know that she's always been slightly more conscious. This all being said, yesterday was my 23rd birthday. A week ago, she reached out to me asking what I'd like for a present. I made the mistake of telling her that I'd have to think about it, that the only thing I'd wanted was a curling iron and that I'd asked my father for it already. She forwarded me several links to curling irons, with descriptors to each. I held fast, saying that I was pretty sure that dad had already bought one for me. At this point, I was faced with her wrath. Why do I even bother? It's obvious you don't even care about me, and various untrue sentiments about me being closer to my father for some unknown cosmic reason when he's never given a crap about me. My father, for the record, has had some bouts of absences but has always come through for me and had painstakingly planned a surprise party for me yesterday. I love him very much, and I know that he loves me. This is all to say, I'd not spoken to my mother the entire week leading up to my birthday, despite her attempts to guilt me into doing so. Multiple texts saying, I'm done trying, live your life without me I guess, only to send messages the next day berating me for not having answered yet, and the cycle continues. Yesterday, I woke up to her having posted on my Facebook timeline all positive things that left a sour taste in my mouth, how I'm such a loving and wonderful daughter and so on and so forth, love bombing at its finest. I ignored it entirely and spent my day with my father, my friends, and my boyfriend. At the end of the night, she accused me of deleting it entirely. I have to admit that she almost reeled me in that way. Luckily, I was able to ground myself and realize that she was only trying to bait me into responding to her so that she could have that control over me again. She's been doing that all week, too. Getting upset with other family members for talking to me or even just being short with them, and then following up with, Sorry, it isn't you. Just OP not speaking to me has me on edge. I will likely have to reach out sometime soon in consideration of my underage brother's well being, but as soon as he turns 18, I'm getting him out of there and cutting her off entirely. Edit. Thanks everyone for the support. I really posted this thinking I'd get people telling me that I was overreacting or to get over it because she's my mother. As stated in my first paragraph, I only listed a couple of menial things for context. I'm not confident that my mom will ever change, as many people also seem to think, because she likes to take the easy route. She'll talk about how hallucinogenic drugs make her see the errors of her ways, and then we'll turn around and say that she doesn't understand how people don't just accept her as a yelling person. This being said, I'll take some of the advice I've seen here. I'll try and open different avenues to see my brother while I wait for him to move out. I know that he's been saving money doing odd jobs around the neighborhood for several years, which I could not be more proud of him for. But when the time comes, I'll support him financially however I can, move out as soon as possible he's the best of us and it's so important to me that he doesn't feel trapped or alone just on the behalf of everybody that's been in situations like these who hadn't had somebody to turn to op being there and saying no matter what i will make sure that i'm there for my brother and get them out of that situation depending on how bad the brother's been treated op saying that might feel just about like saving his life Our next story is, my mom made a fake Instagram account to follow me. So, my mom was asking me to do something on her phone, and I came across her safari which had an Instagram account with no followers or following. The recent searches were me and the guy I'm seeing, and other people I know. I realized I literally had an Instagram request from this account, because my Instagram is on private. I feel so creeped out and weird about it. Low-key feels like she's stalking me. Low-key? I think it's not low-key, I think it's pretty high-key. If somebody makes an account just to follow you and, you know, cyber-stalk you, it is stalking. This next story is, thank you for reminding me. So, my parents, especially my mother, reminded us constantly that two of my siblings passed away when they were young. We never got family photos taken. Every time there was a big event like weddings or graduation, they were brought up, especially my brother who died at about two years old every chance my mother got she would bring him up and if she didn't then the photos on the walls or the teddy bears around the house so i'm currently pregnant and about to have my first during the pregnancy i've become very unwell and been hospitalized three times on my second to last time in the hospital was due to not being able to breathe and having chest pain i went to visit my grandmother and her sister who was visiting from canada who i haven't seen for about 20 years my pain in the butt aunt My mother's sister found out that I was there and dropped in and took over the whole conversation. She brought up the hospital visit and then stated, Oh, we're all very worried as your mother lost two children. Gee, thanks for reminding me of something that I was reminded of every day of my life. And how dare even bring that sort of thing up to a pregnant woman? Yeah, it goes without saying that if you're pregnant, you're probably already stressed out enough as it is. You don't need these lingering reminders that first of all just annoy you because of the reminders themselves, but also the fact that you're worrying about this pregnancy that you're having some kinds of complications from. Honestly, if I were an OP situation or like their partner alongside them, I'd probably be tearing into the ant, I'd be honest about it. Sometimes you just have to tell somebody to just shut up, that they just clearly don't get it. Maybe nicer than that, it's probably not worth causing an all-out yelling match. But man, does it feel like it's worth it sometimes. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.